The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to a third one one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them, and he made another five. Likewise, the man who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. And he said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. And his master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come here and share your master's joy. And then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. And his master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. And then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you do not plant, and gathering where you did not sow. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is, back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter. Should you not then have put my money in the bank? So then I have gotten back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For everyone who has will be given, and he will grow rich. But from one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. 
and throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. We are all aware, I think, of the fact that we are unique. No one will ever have the same fingerprints as you or I do. They belong to us. And although we may be very similar in many ways, at times, we are also unique and different. We are given different capacities. We all have the capacity for holiness. We have the capacity for God. That's something God gave us. That's grace. We have the capacity for the kingdom of heaven because of God's gifts. He gives them to us in different ways, doesn't he? And we see that. You know, there are two theories about energy. The one is that we only have so much of it. When we use it up, it's gone, like milk in a bottle. The other is that the more we use it, the more it grows. Our energy continues to increase to a point. If we don't use it, it decreases. You then and I have to deal with what we've been given. I've quoted in to some of our servers and some of our students something I read from a Carthusian the other day. Um, I keep coming up with these things from Carthusians. It's amazing how practical they are when it comes to our lives. Um, And he said, a great masterpiece is not such because it was made of expensive material, but because of the beauty that it reflects, the beauty that it expresses. A marvelous sketch can be made with a piece of charcoal. At the same time, we shouldn't go around regretting the fact that we are not made of marble but of granite. We are what we are. We are what we've been given. And that's how we must use it. You know, there are two types of grace, two types of gifts. They had fancy Latin names in the old days. One was a gratia gratis data. And that's a gift that's given to us for the sake of others. Could be administration. St. Paul lists about 15. Administration, teaching, preaching. There are more spiritual gifts too, or supernatural gifts that people seem to want to have all the time, but they're the least of them, actually. And these gifts of the Holy Spirit can sometimes be very deceiving. They can be a source of pride and vanity because there are other spirits out there too that can imitate them. But these gifts, the ones that are for for others, are ones that are given to us for that reason. But there's another kind of gift too, talent. Um, That's called a gratia gratum faciens, which is a gift that makes us pleasing to God. Holiness. 
something given to me for my own journey to God to make me pleasing to him. Both these gifts are given to us if we are willing to accept them. Remember, of course, gifts, as I said, have to be used, as this parable tells us. Remember Bishop Sheen once said, he said, uh, you know, I have the gift of preaching. He said, when I preach, people listen. That's a gift that's given to me. He said, when people will often say, oh, Bishop Sheen's a good preacher, he must be a very holy man. Bishop Sheen said, not at all. I'm simply using a gift that God gave me. If I'm holy, it's before I preach and after I preach, but not because I do. So we are given these gifts for a reason. And of course, you know, if we don't use them, or if we misuse them, gifts can be taken away. Remember Samson and Saul. He did not know that the Lord had left him. And so we have this parable. One of the warning parables. We've heard a lot of, from them about of these parables in the last several weeks. And our Lord is constantly warning us about what we have been given and about the fact that there is such a thing as judgment. And he does that in today's gospel with the talents. A talent, you know, wasn't a coin. It was actually a weight of measure, weighing about, worth about 100 pounds of silver. And so the master calls in his servants and gives them each a different talent, as you and I have different talents. And they will now have to answer for what they've been given. And, of course, you've heard the rest of the parable. But as they use them, so they will be judged. Well, you and I may be aware of our gifts. We may not, too. But someone with less may do a great deal more with what they have than someone with more, depending upon whether they are willing to accept that or not. Uh, I said, so very often you come across people who really think that they weren't given very much and therefore don't want to do very much with what little they have. But more often than not, it's people who are given a great deal who don't want to use that. I've said before that, generally speaking, none of us ever really completely use the gifts we are given. We never really exercise all of our potential, sadly. We are given, but this is what is given to us. But as I said, the primary gift that is given to us, the primary uh, grace, is the grace of holiness that then must be used for the good of others, whoever we might be. So we come here for the greatest of all gifts, because the gifts come from God. And we come here because we need the gift of God himself in order for, to exercise what we have been given. Uh, when we have the life of God in us, we can then actualize far more than we could ever on our own. Which is why, of course, the Eucharist is essential if we are going to actually be able to do that. If we are going to be able to use what God has given to us. Uh, but finally... You know, we are always being given new opportunities. And the talents we are given will change over time. As we get older, it may seem at times as though we don't have the same talents we did when we were young. But the ones we have are just different. They may be far greater, except they don't seem like that to us because we think of talents as being something very visible. Something that uh, is really very expressive, and even exciting. And as we lose those, God gives us something else. And we need to be aware of those. 
instead of just wringing our hands because we have lost something, we need to be asking God what he has given to us that we have missed and that we have allowed to uh, perhaps grow weak. In any event, there is a wonderful quote from Jose Maria Escrivá, Saint Jose Maria Escrivá, uh, regarding this, regarding our talents. And he said, do not lose your effectiveness. Instead, trample down your selfishness. You think your life is for yourself? Your life is for God and for the good of all men through the love, through your love of our Lord. Your buried talent? Dig it up. Make it yield. I like that thought. If we've buried our talents, uh, and we may have, that the very idea, your buried talent, dig it up, and make it yield. And with the grace given to us by God, we first become aware of them, and then we can actualize them. In the end, as I said, we'll be called to answer for them. But also, we will begin to realize not only what we missed, but in fact, the great beauty that we possessed and the fact that the world was different because we were here, and that because of what we were given. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you as the people redeemed by the blood of your Son and trusting in your love and mercy. For the Church throughout the world, that her members, using their talents, will continue to build up God's kingdom on earth, especially the Church persecuted, we pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, that they may respond to the gospel and respond to the commandments, respond to the call to conversion, we pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering, that they may know that they are called to serve God in their suffering with the talents he has given them. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have lost faith or buried their talents, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For a greater respect for human life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women who are called by God to use their talents for the kingdom in a unique way, for a greater reverence uh, for the gift and talent of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. For our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, that having used the gift of, to become holy, they may then proclaim that kingdom to others, we pray to the Lord. Lord for the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. Amen. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. And for all of us here, we may first realize the talents that God has given to us, to realize the gifts that we possess, and then to use them as they have been given 
for the greater honor and glory of God, for the church, and for all humanity. We pray to the Lord. Lord, We now join our prayers to those of the mother of the church as we sing.